We're really excited to have partnered with Audi to bring you The Curve Weekly, a podcast that encourages women to work towards driving a more progressive future. And if you haven't already, check out our savings calculator at thecurve.co.nz to help you reach your savings goals. Hi, and welcome to The Curve Weekly, the podcast that keeps you up to date with all the money, business, and stock market tea. Everyone should experience first class at least once in their lives, and Annie shouldn't miss out just because she can't afford it. Help me, I'm poor. How's your weekend been, Vic? Good, very quiet. I look like I'm about to go fishing. What are you wearing? I'm wearing a fisherman's vest. Can you stand up? I want to see the full... Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I think that's quite cute. I like that. Yeah, it's quite... Um, it's good for, like, trans-seasonal, you know? It looks off-brand for you, I'll be honest. Like, I know. <laughs> I quite like it. <laughs> My weekend was not quiet. I'm at Lake Rotowiti, Rotowiti, and... Um, we had the funniest night on Saturday. I don't know what came over me, but I ended up having so many mezcal shots. It was as if it was the first time we'd ever drunk alcohol. It was like a girl sleepover. We were rolling around on the floor laughing. Like it was so ridiculous. And the friend, the friend's house that I'm staying at, like that, they've got these speakers all through the house, but also in the trees outside. So like oh, where yeah. it's like a Sonos system or something. So wherever you walk, you feel like you're in a concert or something. So we went out to the grass, all of us just fully naked, dancing under the stars to Natasha Bedingfield unwritten. <laughs> and then oh had God, like so a good. nude swim and like it was so much fun. But in the morning I woke up and I just thought, thank God there was no one here I was trying to be cool in front of because – <laughs> it was not. It was really Thank not. Thank goodness her dad arrived today, <laughs> yeah. not yesterday. <laughs> yep. Oh, fun. Uh, so much fun. Love that road weedy. Hey, markets, talk to me. What is. Talk to me. Because do you know what's actually? So, Arabella, my friend's dad, who's here, works in finance. Oh, yeah. And I told him this morning, I was like, oh, I'm recording a podcast. He's like, oh, yeah, 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 what about? You're like, that's not really my job. That's yeah, it. I was like, do you know what? I haven't done any research for this podcast, so I can't actually tell you what we're talking about. I know. I love the message I get from Sophie. She's like, look, you know, I can't really string two, uh, two words together. Uh, so can we delay it till tomorrow? I'm like, babe, you kind of don't have to even string two words together. You can just sit there and look pretty. <laughs> no, I was but too hungover no. to record this yesterday. It just wasn't going to happen. Yeah. No, fair I want to bring my best self to every Curve podcast recording. And yesterday I was not her. Love that attitude. Mm. You should do that every day. Bring my best self to every day. I feel like I try to do that. I know. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're very good at that. Uh, so markets. Uh, the S&P 500, so the US market, uh, was up again last week. I'm kind of sounding like a broken record, but I'm liking it. Um, so the US market, so for anyone who's just tuned in for the first time, this is the top 500 companies in the States. So when we talk about the US market, we're not talking about every single listed company on the US stock market. We're taking a, a selective group, which is the top 500, and we're talking about how those have done as a group. So yes, the S&P 500 index um, is up, was up 2.2% last week. So it's up 8% now this year, which is pretty, pretty good considering the disastrous year we had last year. But if we look at the NASDAQ, so that's, again, another group of companies, but these are on the NASDAQ. It's the top 100 companies on the NASDAQ. Um, and this is effectively a lot more kind of high growth companies. So a lot of tech companies in there. Uh, they had a very, very strong week last week, up 4%. And now if you'd invested in that index at the beginning of the year, 
your portfolio would be up 16% in what's just over a month. Wait, 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 wait. So say you say you put in $5, 16%. What is that? Like what is that in? If you put in $100, it's you'd have $116. No way. That's huge. Yeah. So considering that the index fell 30% last year over the whole year mm. and it's now already up 16%. That's quite amazing. Yeah. And this just goes to show why, you know, we harp on about dollar cost averaging, which is just like continually investing no matter what the market conditions. If the market's going up, market's going down, just keep investing. Um, And this is why it's so important because I think very few people would have thought we'd have such a strong rebound in such a short period of time. And if you hadn't kept investing, you would have missed out on all those on the, on the gains that we've had in the first kind of five weeks of the year. So so dollar cost averaging, I'm just going to rewind because I remember when I mm-hmm. first heard this and I was like, oh, what is that word? But basically yeah. dollar cost averaging is kind of almost like an auto payment, wouldn't you say? It's kind of like yeah. you're putting money. It's like your rent payment. You, you do an investing payment at the same time. So whether it's $5, $10, $500, $5,000 every month or every week or however regular you can do it, you're basically putting money into your chosen investments. Yes, yeah. So you're you're taking that emotion out of investing. You're just continually investing no matter what the price. So if the price falls 30% like it did last year, you keep investing. Mm. And the beauty is that you buy the you buy the stocks or the index at a really low price. So then when it does rebound, like it has in the last 5 weeks, mm. you get those gains because you've you've bought at those lower prices rather than stopping investing. And going, oh, this is scary. I'm going to wait until uh, the market's rebounded or the, or the share price of that, that company has rebounded uh, and missing out on those gains. You're actually, you're buying more at the bottom. So therefore, the increase is greater, if that makes sense. And so, also, I reckon a good example of this is Tesla. So for me, I bought this. I don't know, last year. And then over the last three or four months, it's been not doing that well. And I think it's all to do with, I don't know, what's his name? Elon Musk. Um, and I didn't keep buying because I was a bit scared. And I thought, mm. oh, like imagine if this share price just fully tanks and I've got like $4,000 in it or whatever. And now it's starting to go back up again. And I really wish that I had dollar cost average, like kept investing throughout that time, even if it was just small amounts. But mm. I didn't because I was scared. Do you know how much Tesla's up in the first five weeks of this year? You'll be, you know, about to fall off your seat. Oh, it's up no. 75%. Oh, my God. That is a dagger to the heart. I mean, like, I'm yeah. happy that it's gone up, thank goodness, because I really but believe in Tesla. But why did right. I not it's a, invest? Exact, it's a great example of why, you know, you just, just keep investing. If you, It's a long-term game, and if you're positive in the long-term outlook of Tesla – then keep investing. If you're not, then don't keep investing. But it's just try not to get so consumed with these short to, short-term short movements of the stock market because they happen, they will continue to happen. That, But it's why we, we always say, you know, take that long-term view. Mm, I think because I've been using the the Audi e-tron, the electric car, mm. and I just cannot believe how much I love it. And also, I don't know, I do feel like electric is the future now. Now that I've been driving it, I mean, I couldn't really imagine what my life would look like if I had to charge a car and like, you know, I don't know. I I didn't really understand it fully from an experiential standpoint, I don't think. Mm. And now that I've been driving one, I don't know if you felt the same, but it's like, oh, oh, this is amazing. There's something um, weirdly 
like I feel bad now filling up my car with petrol. Yeah. Like I feel like I'm using a plastic straw or a, a takeaway cup. Like I feel like it's weird, but I'm like, but I need to get from A to B. But I think, yeah, I think if Audi kind of did trials for everybody on with e-trons, I think you had a lot of converts very, very quickly because there is that like psychological like, oh my gosh, I am now putting oil or petrol in my car, which is bad for the environment. You know, there's like that psychological A hundred percent. No, I think you're right. Because I think just filling up your car with petrol has become so normal, like going to a petrol station and just putting yeah. money in, you know, and filling up. It's just not something you think about. Even the smell of petrol. And then now having just like pulled up at an electric charging station and just plug it in and then you're good to go, you mm. feel cleaner and just better for the environment. And I do think that that has been kind of an interesting thing for me because when the share price, the Tesla share price went down, for example, I panicked and I just mm. didn't keep buying. But since I've been driving the e-tron, I'm like, oh no, I'm, I really truly believe that electric vehicles are the way forward. Um, so it's been a good reminder for me, especially that it's up 75%. I'm like, okay. I know. But it shows how quickly these things can turn. You know, that's only in five weeks up 75%. And we're not short-term investors, but it does just show like things can change pretty quickly. But I wanted to kind of explain why the NASDAQ in particular has kind of been up so strong the past week, but also since the beginning of this year, because 16% for an index uh, is quite quite a big movement. And it all comes down to, I guess, the makeup of that index. So like I said, it's got mainly tech companies. uh, So some of the top companies in that index are Microsoft, Apple, Amazon, Meta, Google, uh, Tesla, for example. So can I make a guess? Yeah. Because last year the tech companies were absolutely shitting the bed. Mm-hmm. Is it something to do with a recorrection because they did so badly, because they were laying off all the staff and it was kind of this whole thing? Is it almost like it sounds better than it is? Like they're up 16%, but actually they're heading back to more of a normal state? I'm judging by your face that I've, that's totally <laughs> wrong. <laughs> no, I'm like, parts of that are right. I'm like, yes, she's been listening. She's been learning. Yep. <laughs> no, parts of those are right. Yes, you're, you, yeah, you're, you're on the right track. But it's essentially because a lot of those companies reported their results last week, their financial results. And I just wanted to touch on um, a few of them. So we had Apple, which was, uh, if you'd read some headlines, this is what I kind of, it's funny with media outlets and news outlets because obviously bad news sells. It, it fell initially, but it's rebounded strongly. If you read the headlines, it's like Apple suffers first quarterly sales decline in nearly four years. You know, like sales declines haven't declined this much since 2019. It, it makes you think like doom and gloom for Apple uh, because bad news headlines sell. But we spoke about this a, a while back and it's all around, well, why have those sales fallen? And it's because they've had factory issues in China. So it's not because everyone's hating on Apple products. It's not because there's no demand. It's literally a supply issue. They cannot keep up with demand right now. So that's only short term. And so headlines like that, uh, a lot of investors would be like, oh gosh, that's terrible and sell their stock. And that's why it fell initially. And then people kind of look under the hood as a mechanic would say, I don't know, and you see. <laughs> Thank you for explaining that. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and they say, you know what? This is a really only a short-term issue. Factories are going to reopen. Supplies are going to come back online. It's there's, there's no problems with their product. The demand is still there. Uh, but then we also had Amazon as well. They reported their result. And again, same headline. 
Amazon reports its first unprofitable year since 2014. It's like, well, this was a bit bit different. So they had their, surprisingly, a lot of people might not know this, but um, Amazon's one of the biggest cloud providers. And so it's got huge retail business and logistics business, but it's got this kind of emerging cloud business, which investors are, you know, Putting a lot of uh, and sorry, this is, so this is storing like photos, contacts, data, data yeah, yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that only grew twenty percent versus kind of forty percent previously. So it's a bit of a slowdown in growth, and so that's why uh, their share price had the same reaction. But again, that cloud division is still growing 20 percent. They still made one hundred fifty billion dollars in sales, which is absolutely nuts in three months. One hundred fifty billion dollars. God, that's like a lot of toothbrushes. And also you think about most of their products are not particularly high in value. So imagine the quantity of units they'd be moving to be making that kind of money. 100%, yeah. And then lastly, we had Meta, which is Facebook. Uh, this was probably the star performer for the week. So this and is the most valuable player. Yes, yeah. No participation certificates for this one. They get the, they get the, the, gold, uh, the gold award. Yeah, mm-hmm. I used to get participation certificates. Yeah. For what? Just for participating. And like, what though? Like, like, oh, and like athletics? Yeah, right. Yeah. I can't imagine sprinting or like long jump would be your thing. No, no. But maybe yeah. like the, the telly, like keeping score of what everyone else is doing? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so they, so Meta was a star performer. Share price jumped 23% in one day. What? Like, I know. For a company that size, massive, massive, massive. And it was one of the best days they've had in over over a decade. And it was up nearly 30% for the week. Why? What was the uh, result? And this is kind of comes back to what you were saying, because they cut they cut staff, they cut costs. So they they have uh, let go of about 13% of their workforce. That's in the enormous. Last and but remember it did fall about 65% last year. Yeah. So you're still very, very you know, far away from where it previous the ship where its share price previously was, uh, but it's still a really good sign, and investors are obviously feeling pretty confident about Meta because because of that share price reaction. But I think all of this just goes to show like how quickly share prices can move and change, mm. and so it's kind of why we keep saying just keep regularly investing, keep consistently investing, even if it's a small amount, going from five dollars to a dollar, or you're going from a hundred dollars. Down to fifty dollars. I actually haven't been doing that. Yeah. I need to. I think because I've just I do not have enough at the moment. So I've been I just yeah. sort of stopped putting money towards my investments. But that's stupid, and I really need to sort that out. Gosh, it's such a confusing space though to be like to know when to sell because obviously all those headlines mm. maybe sound bad on the surface, and when you dig deeper, they're actually okay. I will say that was definitely something that I took away from the Curve Classroom was how to understand like financial statements and how to look at companies and really be aware of the, the red flags where when it is time to get out. And so for anyone who's investing or wants to invest, but still feels a little bit hesitant around like knowing when to put your money in or take it out, the Curve Classroom goes quite, quite deep on it. But if you are interested in learning more, uh, head to thecurve.co.nz and you can see our uh, page that has everything you would learn in the Curve Classroom. And just feel free to get in touch with us because we're doing another intake in a month's time, so or three weeks really. Um, yeah. So if you are keen to be a part of it, then do a bit of research because you will learn a lot. Were there any final? Um, and now you can go have your naked swim. So I've already done it this morning. 
Oh, did you? Nice. Well, it's yes, nice yes, yes. I did it before on. the podcast. Mm. No bra, no undies, but you know, <laughs> semi-dressed. Have a great um, Waitangi yes. day uh, and you see you tomorrow. Yeah, see you tomorrow. We're really excited to have partnered with Audi to bring you The Curve Weekly, a podcast that encourages women to work towards driving a more progressive future. And if you haven't already, check out our savings calculator at thecurve.co.nz to help you reach your savings goals.